have people that go back 50, 60 years. And, you know, sometimes it dawns on you when all of a sudden the little kid that was eight years old that had a soccer injury is now committed in your office with his wife and his kids. Welcome to the 100 Year Lifestyle Podcast, dedicated to you and your loved ones living at 100% for 100 years and beyond. I'm your host, Dr. Eric Plasker. Welcome everybody to the 100 Year Lifestyle where we are transforming health and longevity worldwide so that you and your loved ones can live at 100% for 100 years and beyond. And this is a fun call, an important call I have with a really great friend from the great state of Alabama, Dothan, Alabama, Dr. Paul Weeks. Welcome to the 100 Year Lifestyle. Thank you for uh, having me on. I appreciate it. So you got a celebration this year, man, 75 years of practice. And that's amazing considering the fact that you're 70, no, not 75 years old. Come on. how old? <laughs> you don't have to tell how old you are, but 75 years in business in Dothan, Alabama. What does that mean? It's huge. I mean, I think I read today the average lifespan of a small business is eight and a half years. And 20% fail within the first two. And I think it's uh, 50% within the first five. So to think that we have been rolling for 75 years, that's remarkable, really. And I've been here for 18 years. The prior owner started in 1947. I think that's 13, I counted 13 presidential administrations. (laughs) That's a a lot of presidents, man. To survive that is extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you, you moved to this community 18 years ago and you, you took over this practice. Talk to us about the original owners and what their intentions were and, and Dothan, how it impacted the community of Dothan. And why did you want to go down to this community and carry on that legacy? Well, the prior owner, his name was Raymond Lindsay. And he started here in 1947. He was not from Dothan, Alabama. He was from the hills of Kentucky. A little bitty fella. He was uh, about six, seven, 350 pounds. And he moved down here, um, started the uh, started the practice. And um, he was the, I want to say he was the first president of the Alabama Chiropractic Association. Plus he was on the board of examiners. I think he served several terms on that. And I had been in practice in Memphis for about seven years. And I knew that I wanted to move back to this area. It was where our family was. And I wanted to take over an older existing practice um, because we had done that. In the clinic I was at in Memphis, we had absorbed a couple of practices. And I thought I knew everything that you needed to do to do that. And so that was my goal. When I walked in and met him, it just felt right. It, I, I, I can't describe it. It felt like I was in the right place, the right time. And I figured everything else would work itself out. Yeah, it was a different world when he started practicing chiropractic way back when, because uh, was chiropractic licensed even in Alabama back then? I don't believe when he first started that it was. And that was one of the things he talked about. He said, you guys are worried about an entirely different set of issues. He said, imagine going to work every day and wondering if you were going to be arrested for practicing medicine without a license. Yeah, it's interesting how times have changed. And, you know, here we are in 2020. 22 it is now, but in 2020, the uh, chiropractic profession, we were labeled essential healthcare providers during the pandemic because of the work that we do with the health, not just the spine and the nervous system, but using the spine and nervous system to help keep people healthy, keep your immune system healthy, 
And, you know, it's really interesting how that world has changed. We're going from licensure to not being licensed to getting licensure and now being essential. And you starting 18 years ago, what have you noticed since you took over as to how your community has changed the perception of what you do and what we do? You know, it's really pretty interesting because when I first took over, I mean, I felt as though the community was very receptive to chiropractic anyway. I mean, there were some great practitioners in this town um, that had done this for a long time and had really laid the groundwork and paid the price. And so I didn't have to recreate anything. I had to follow the template in front of me. And, you know, as, as we said, grinding, gliding, however you want to use the word just uh, uh, keep my nose to the grindstone and do the right thing and, 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 and keep it going. Um, but it's definitely, uh, things have changed. And obviously, oh my God, over the past couple of years, uh, there's been a lifetime of change in two years. So, it really, yeah, it really has. Yeah. And, you know, we have so many friends that we work with in our profession, in our industry, so many hundred year lifestyle offices that we work with. What is it about, because your shift, I mean, you have other doctors that are working with you now and your clinic is creating a culture like so many of our other clinics around the country who are looking to transform the health and longevity consciousness of people worldwide, obviously in Dothan. Why is that more significant maybe than ever? You know, it's, it's uh, funny. I, I, I want to mention this and I, and I might go off the question just a little bit. But this past weekend, we were down at the beach, and one of my best friends, who is the dean of a medical college, I don't want to say his name, and he didn't give me permission to use this, but we were talking. You've been down to our place. We were sitting on the back deck talking. Have a great time, man. Yeah. And he said that there has never been a greater need in the medical profession for more medical residents to match into psychiatry because of the amount of depression, anxiety, fear that has been basically so pervasive over the last two years and, and been handed down. And the other thing he said that really struck me, every year he goes to a camp in Missouri and, uh, and he's the, uh, the camp physician for two weeks. He gets uh, hours up there and he said, you know, used to I'd go up there and he said less than 10% of the kids were on medication. He's, and he said, basically, I'd manage scrapes, bruises and whatever. He said, I know when I go this time that over 90% of the kids are going to be medicated. Like I said, I don't think I've answered your question very well, but it had been on my mind this morning. Yeah, no, I think I think you did. I think not only did you answer it, but you opened up some things that really need to be talked about because more and more people we're seeing in our practice and a lot of the 100-year lifestyle offices and the chiropractors all over the world that we work with and that we are friendly with and the state associations that we speak at and the national associations and international associations that we speak at, they're all seeing the same problem. People are walking into chiropractic offices and they are making statements like this. I am so sick of my medical doctors. They are drug pushers. They don't even look at me. They don't spend any time with me. They just give me another pill. They brush me off. They don't even ask me what I'm taking. And you know what? I'm sick of it. And I'm looking for a better way. I'm looking for a solution. I want, and they're looking for trust. They're looking for somebody they can trust that can get their long-term health and well-being as a priority for themselves and their family. And I think that's what's so great about what you're doing and so many of our people are doing. And from your perspective, seeing a lot of those kids and those families and those people that have been butchered in many ways or whose lives have been severely harmed. Psychologically butchered. 
and physically, psychologically and physically. We had a woman come in just yesterday who's got scars all over her body for surgeries that were done that uh, that didn't help her. And now she's she she's not the same person anymore. Her her ovaries are gone. Uh, they didn't necessarily need to be gone. Her gallbladder is gone. They didn't need to be gone. Her appendix is gone. And they just keep taking out one organ after the other. And she still doesn't have an answer for the same problem that she walked in with in the first place. So a lot of people are saying, you know what, man, what can I do first? What should my first avenue of healthcare be? And they're wanting to get their body healing itself if they can, which is a great opportunity that you're providing and our people are providing. And so, you know, from your perspective, you know, what are you saying? Well, I think you just said it pretty well. I mean, um, and I keep track of this, about one out of four of my patients has had spinal surgery. One out of four of my patients. We see a lot of people every month, okay? About 53% of those people have had more than one spinal surgery. So about one out of every eight people that comes in to see us has had multiple back surgeries multiple medications, uh, multiple procedures. And, you know, how do we get to him first? How do we get to him first? And that's the, that's the key. Um, unfortunately, I feel like I'm getting to too many after, after the fact. Uh, and, and, and it just, you know, I take that home with me. It's what keeps me up at night. How do we get to him first? Yeah. And, you know, that's what I appreciate about you is, you know, you don't necessarily have to be going to work every day, but you do go to work every day because it's important. You care about humanity. Your office cares about humanity. Our culture, 100-year lifestyle culture is caring about the well-being of humanity. And our whole goal is to get there first with as many people as possible. We had a guy just yesterday that came in. He's had hiccups for two years. He said, this is like, it's, we laugh, right, initially, and then you, you start to really think about that. Every yeah. other breath, he's got a hiccup. Every other breath. He hasn't slept in two years. He said, it's like a Chinese water torture. Yeah, and, and I'm sure there's a list of medications a mile long. Oh, not only that, but he's had multiple surgeries that, that mm -hmm. didn't do it. And, you know, I don't know if we're going to be able to help him or not, but listen, the body's self-healing, it's self-regulating, and the nervous system controls and coordinates the function of every cell, tissue, and organ of the body. And we have to get there first. Before you start replacing all the light bulbs, you got to get to the circuit. So, you know, what's really fun, we, let's, let's have a little fun because we can get really intense and mad about all of those things. And I do get mad about those things because I care about humanity just like you. But you said something to me a while back that I really love that I think is really great. You have people that have been under care in your practice for maintenance care, wellness care, lifestyle care, as we call it, for way before you got there that you've taken over and you've seen the children and grandchildren of some of these people. Talk about some of those people and how does that make you feel to know that those people are still around and, and just loving what you do and they're getting younger every day, as we say in the world of the 100-year lifestyle? Yeah, you know, when I, first, uh, when I first took over this practice, we had people that had been coming in here since 1952. Unfortunately, a lot of those have passed on, but we still have people that have been coming in for years. One of my associates, uh, David Arnold, his father and him were in practice on, for almost 70 years in this community. Okay. And so he's got an extensive patient base and we have people that go back 50, 60 years. And, you know, sometimes it dawns on you when all of a sudden, the little kid that you treated that was eight years old that had a soccer injury is now coming in to get treated in your office with his wife and his kids. 
And they've been to college, they've done everything. And that's when you realize, wow, I've been here a long time and our, our staff has made an impact. Yeah, no question about it. And, you know, you think about all of those years and all of those people, we, we, we had a conversation a while back and we put this out to the world about primary care with a natural flair, that the world is changing and, and people are realizing that, you know what? And I said this a little bit earlier, that the body is self-healing, it's self-regulating. These babies that you took care of, nobody had to tell them to grow up. They grew up anyway, without any guidance from you or from me. The question is, did they go straight, grow straight? Did they grow balanced? Did they grow with healthy nerve supply, healthy alignment, all those different things? And when you see that, when I say primary care with a natural flair, keeping the body healthy is one piece of it. But another thing that I really think reflects on how we do what we do, how important it is, have you ever had somebody come into your practice where they came in for one thing, you, you started to adjust them, you took care of them, and you found out later, a month, two months later, that something that you didn't even know that they had got better, and they didn't even tell you about it because you helped their spine, helped their nervous system to heal. All day, every day. All day, every day. I think my wife, one of her favorite stories that I've told her, and I really don't know why, but uh, I had an 89-year-old gentleman that came in to see me. And he uh, had benign tremors in his hands. He had been to about five different neurologists. He'd taken all kinds of meds. And he came in and he said, can you help my tremors? And I said, I can try. I don't know. And about a month later, he came in. And he said, you know what? He said, my tremors are no better. But he said, I feel so much better when I leave here. He said, my blood pressure is lower. My blood sugar is lower. I have more energy. And he said, do you care if I continue to come in every two to four weeks? The last time I adjusted him was a week after his 101st birthday. And he passed away a few weeks later than that. So wow. we had 12 years with him, 12 good years with him. Yeah, that's amazing. And see, I think about those people and because we see that all the time, people that come in and you didn't know they weren't sleeping really good and now they're sleeping better. You didn't know they had, they had a digestive issue because they said they had a backache and you start to adjust them and you clear out the nervous system and their digestion gets better or their blood pressure goes down or their, uh, their tremors. Sometimes they do go away. Sometimes they don't go away. We actually had a, a guy that I spoke to just this weekend. I was speaking in Michigan and this young man came up to me who was a chiropractor, young chiropractor. He said, I became a chiropractor because I had tremors when I was a kid. And they told me that I was going to have my whole life. They didn't know what caused them. I started getting adjusted and my tremors get, went away. And I didn't even go in for that. And so, you know, it's really interesting. We, we, cause we take care of the body. This guy that I saw just the other day, this guy with the hiccups. And I said, he said, can you help my hiccups? And I said, you know what? I have no idea. I said, but what I think you're going to hopefully appreciate is we're not going to treat your symptom. We're going to take care of your body and as in taking care of your body, let's see what happens. And, you know, I'm confident that he's going to be some, see some changes that are really positive because people improve all the time just by getting the nervous system healthy. Yeah. And of course, too, and I know you've seen this, we all have, but the number of women that come in because they have back pain and they've been unable to conceive and you clear out the subluxation and the next thing you know, they're pregnant. Yes, yeah. indeed. Many times. And, uh, and so, but you can't really say I got that woman pregnant. You know that, no, right? You don't want to say that. You don't want to say that, right? <laughs> <laughs> But it's nice to know that we are contributing to those families. I always tell a story. You know, we have a woman that was on medication a long time ago for 
this fad diagnosis, and we see these fad diagnoses all the time. Years ago, the fad diagnosis was chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia. Everybody, if you had any pain for any length of time, you had that label. I can't stand labels. They drive me crazy. But they had this, she had this label and Lisa actually met her and referred her into our practice. And she, cause she wanted to have a baby. She wanted to conceive. And, but they told us, man, if you're on these medications, you cannot have a baby. This medication is destructive to genetics and to chromosomes, to eggs and sperm and all those different things. And she, they said, you should not have a baby. She said, I want to have a baby. So she started getting adjusted. She got better, uh, felt better, got off all the medication. Now she's got three beautiful kids. They're all grown up. They're all under regular care, utilizing chiropractic for primary care with a natural flair. And, you know, how rewarding. I mean, here we are, we're having this conversation. We go to the beach, we hang out, we enjoy quality time. We enjoy good wine and good food and (laughs) celebrations. And we enjoy going to work every day because of the difference that we're making. How rewarding is it to be in this phase of your life, knowing that you're just getting started and you are making a difference in so many people's lives. You know, I think if you want to be a great chiropractor, you have to live the chiropractic lifestyle. Um, you have to be congruent. You can't say one thing and treat your patients one way and then go out and live your life differently. It all has to flow. And that's something that I think we all have to kind of find our way with sometimes. But I have, uh, uh, you know, I don't have to get up at 4.30 in the morning. I don't have to get here early. I have a passion for this. I call it lighting the fuse. You know, 30 minutes before we start seeing patients, I start getting amped up. And, and I can't wait to get in and see patients. You know, I'm a, I'll always be a clinician at heart. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, and it's good. And so how would somebody listening to this, because not just chiropractors going to listen to this, the public is going to listen to this, the world is going to mm-hmm. listen to this, that, you know, how can the average person who is looking to change their life, find some passion and purpose? Because listen, we know this, we've talked about it a lot, that whether you like it or not, want to or not, you're probably going to live longer than you ever thought. So how do you get there in style with health and vitality? What changes You know, how do you make those changes that need to be made to ensure quality of life and passion, as you say, as you age? So you're talking to your community now. What would you want them to know about their quality of life and longevity and and how to live that lifestyle? Educate yourself. I mean, the answers are there. It's not a it's not a hard test. Educate yourself. Look for the correct answers and make informed decisions. Don't just do what you're told. That's what's got us here in the first place, right? Yeah, the censorship has been terrible. And, you know, we, we're about to launch and relaunch 100yearlifestyle.com as an online magazine with a lot of great content information, our podcasts and stuff. And, you know, you're obviously a, a big part of our world. Uh, like we said, great friends. We have a lot of shared interests and common interests. And so fast forward, uh, you've been in this practice not 75 years, but 18 years, but your practice is literally just whole next level, making a difference in your community. Uh, Where do you see it going over the next 18, 20 years? Oh boy. You know, I just, we just want to keep growing. We just want to keep getting more people, people under care. We just want to get there first and whatever it takes to be able to do that. If it's a bigger staff, 
if it's a bigger building, if it's more energy, more direction, then we're ready to ramp it up and do it. And that's where I plan on going. I've got a son. I'm hoping that uh, that he's going to come this way. But if he does, doesn't, it doesn't really change my mission and my pathway. Uh, we're we're still we're still marching ahead, and you know we're not going to stop. We're not going to stop. Yeah, you know we got to get there first. I think that is really the message of this day that for you and I. So if you're listening to this and you are looking at the world and you are sick and tired of being lied to by pharma and all of these crazy, crazy addictive ideas in the world and the coercion in the world. And you know, deep down that just something is not right. And you are looking for a better way. You're looking for new primary care, natural flair. You want to nurture your human potential. Uh, We want to get there first. We want to be there for you. I know Dr. Paul wants to be there for you because uh, we believe in your human potential and we're on your side. So uh, closing thought, Dr. Paul, as we move out of this interview back into the world, helping lots of people, grinding and gliding people to optimum health. Uh, closing thought. Well, you know, a couple things. First of all, it would be remiss for me not to mention uh, my relationship with uh, Life Force and Life University. Uh, it's been a huge part of my professional development over the last five years, combined with the 100-year lifestyle, and it has really pushed us to the next level. And the mission is we want to make sure that everybody in the world has access to chiropractic care and has the opportunity to optimize their health without surgery, without drugs, and to live subluxation-free. I guess ultimately that is the message. Well, 100% for 100 years, that's the goal. We will not stop. And so uh, listen, everybody, Dr. Paul Weeks, great community leader, great leader in Dothan, Alabama, great leader for our network of 100-year lifestyle offices around the country and around the world. And yes, Dr. Paul and Life Force and all those people, we will not stop. You know why? Because everybody, your 100 is coming. You make the call. We want you to get there in style. So Dr. Paul, thank you, my friend, my true friend. Love and appreciate you so much. And until next time, everybody, Dr. Eric Plasker with Dr. Paul Weeks from Dothan, Alabama, signing off. Thank you so much for joining us on the 100 Year Lifestyle Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have topics that you want us to cover, people you want us to interview, maybe you have some stories that you want to share, stories of yourself, loved ones, people in your life, we would love to hear from you and share your story. Please email us at my100 at 100yearlifestyle.com. And remember, nobody wants to get to 100 or even 50, 60, or 70 for that matter, crippled, broke, and alone. So please share the 100 Year Lifestyle, all of our podcasts, social media pages, website with your family, friends, and coworkers so they can take this journey with you. And until next time, adjust your lifestyle. Live your best life today and every day on the road to a sensational century.